talked to Sapphire Sandalo, who hosts a TV show that you can watch on Travel Channel and Discovery Plus. It's called The Ghost Town Terror. And this is the first time I ever met Sapphire. We had a great time. You'll hear that in a moment, but I should also tell you, okay, this might make you mad. I'm sorry, but I had a real ghost experience. I believe it's kind of a saga that's been happening over the past, like maybe like two weeks, a week and a half. Now I've been having some, like some ghosty shit happening in my home in the middle of the night. <laughs> the reason I'm making mad is because I put it on Patreon. Of course. Sorry. I don't know what I'm going to do with this story yet. Cause again, like, let's be real. I'm, I'm, the host of a podcast called ghosted. So like, this is content honey from the other side. So, um, I thank you spirit spirit realm for giving me things to talk about (sighs) right now. I I made a little video of me talking about it on Patreon. I don't know if the story's over, so I'm sure you'll hear it one way or another. Uh, eventually there's a link in the description if you just can't wait to hear it but it's been a it's been weird over here you guys it's been weird anyway I got to talk to Sapphire we're gonna just jump right into it because Sapphire was so great we had a lot to talk about and she gave me a little tarot card reading which was lovely and so um, let's do that. Patreon.com slash Roz Dresvelez to hear a bonus episode this week. I'm just going to be doing this for like maybe another week or so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see for now. We're just playing it week by week. But there is one up this week. And last week I talked about the Loch Ness Monster, learned about it. It was so fun. Okay, here we go. Here's my conversation with Sapphire Sandalo. On with the show. <laughs> You guys, I am joined by Sapphire Zandalo. Hello. Hello. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. You know what is so funny? I don't know if you picked up on this, but a synchronicity happened. Oh, my God. Okay. Between you and I. Okay. Yesterday. Okay. Here I am, lounging in my gorgeous (laughs) one-bedroom apartment, (laughs) and I see... An Instagram notification okay. from the show that I was in, this comedy show that I performed in, called Picture This. Yo. <laughs> yeah. From like, it was like a throwback from like two, three years ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So then I look through the pictures and I'm like, is that Sapphire from the yes. TV show I've been watching? <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. Now, I had known that you are also an animator, Mm -hmm. and this show that I performed, I did a set on, it's comedians do a set, and then an animator draws pictures, like, from the set, and they put it, it's really funny. And we were on the same one together. The same show? Yes. You were doing animation, I was doing, you didn't, we didn't do it with each other, Mm -hmm. but... You were paired up with a different comedian. I was with a different animator. But we were, it was the same night. Oh, my God. We were in the same room. Oh, <laughs> my God. Know. But isn't that weird that that happened? That, Yesterday. Yeah. And That's not weird. And I meet you today. <laughs> That's something. It's magic. Paranormal. <laughs> yes. That's really cool. I love that. I love that you told me that. <laughs> I know. It's just, it was the weirdest thing. And I, I had to save it. I had to save it for when, for this moment right now. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Well, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really excited to be here. I love talking about ghosts. Me too. It's the only thing I ever want to talk about. <laughs> yeah? Well, you do a lot of talking about it. Yes. You do a lot of different things in the paranormal world. I mean, okay, let's go over some of the stuff you do. 
So you got podcasts. Tell us about everything. So I have a podcast called Stories with Sapphire. Um, it's sort of like, I mean, I never know how to talk about my podcast, but I share um, all non-fictional paranormal stories. Uh, sometimes I'll read them from emails that people send me or I'll interview people directly. Um, and then I sort of weave all of the stories through with uh, my commentary. Like each episode is based on a type of theme or type of theme. Every episode is based on a theme that uh, relates to the paranormal. And um yeah, it's it's sort of like a real time documentation of my own spiritual journey too. Just because I feel like I'm constantly learning about the paranormal, and so I'll share that on the podcast. Yeah, that's what that's for me too. It, I feel like the more stories I hear, in some ways, the less I know. Yeah. But also, I just get led into all different directions, and I. Sometimes I believe this more, and then I believe that more, and it's it's fun to hear people's stories all the time. I yeah, think. yeah, and it, it really does, it really does um, add to my belief of different possibilities of things. Assuming that these people aren't dirty, filthy liars <laughs> sending me these stories, or they exist, they I'm do sure. exist. Has that happened to you? Um, I I feel like I am really good at vetting who is lying to me and who's making stuff up um that's why i do like to interview people directly because you can i don't know i feel like it's kind of easy to tell if someone's being deceitful to your face right <laughs> um but in an email it's harder to tell um but yeah but when somebody when i'm not lying but i'm afraid that someone thinks i could be that's when i start giving the signs <laughs> That's when I'm like sweating and I'm like, wait, did this happen to me? I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it should be. A podcast where it's a lie detector test slash you share your ghost stories. Okay. That would be interesting. Well, here's the other thing. So even if you are not lying, it doesn't necessarily mean the experience that you had was paranormal. So even mm. then, there really is no way unless we were there to prove whether or not it was paranormal. And so that's sort of how I approach my podcast, where I come from it more of like, a, you know, whether or not this was paranormal or not, um, how did this experience change your life? Because that mm. is where we can learn a lot. Right, because even if it wasn't something, it might make you be like, might make you think that that's possible, and it could lead you into directions of believing, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just recently looking at videos online of, of just going to YouTube and typing in paranormal videos, which you never know what you're gonna find with that. <laughs> yeah. And it's not unlike another show that you're on, uh, Paranormal Con on Camera. Yes, and that's what I, I was thinking that same thing where some of these videos are clearly fake. And some of these, I'm like, I don't think that it's fake. I just don't know that that's a ghost right. or that that was, you know. Also, this, there's a show that I just kind of stumbled upon. Uh, I was on my Discovery Plus, and I'm like, ooh, a new ghost show. I'm going to watch this. It's called Ghost Town Terror. Yes. I start watching it, and I'm like, that's Sapphire. Okay, I keep seeing Sapphire popping up around places, and <laughs> okay. we gotta have Sapphire in this podcast. But this show is, this is a good story. This is, because it is like a story. It's mm -hmm. like, it's cool. This, well, you tell me what it is. <laughs> uh, have you finished the show? I have not finished the last episode. Okay. The last episode is... Is that the one to watch? A good one, yeah. Something happens to me, very briefly, but it changed my life forever. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. But okay. after you watch it, just, like, message me, and I'll, like, <laughs> give you behind-the-scenes details. Um, okay. But Ghost Town Terror is a six-episode miniseries on Discovery Plus and Travel Channel. Um, it is... Let's see. It takes place in Anaconda, Montana, in a My place Anaconda don't want none unless you got <laughs> demons, hun. <laughs> um, so the ranch is called Gunslinger Gulch, and this woman named Karen and her three kids, they all live there alone, um, and they run it as a bed and breakfast. But um, when they got there, they noticed that there was a lot of activity that was going on. Um, which is something that had been following them their entire lives. And so they called uh, Tim Wood, who's a paranormal investigator, and me to come in and try to figure out what's going on. Well, yeah, and I mean, the woman, 
what I found really interesting was like she became single and she was living in Seattle and she was just like, oh, let me look look around online for something new. And then she finds this cool ass ghost town, or like a ghost town, but not knowing that it's a literal ghost town. Right. And then she's like, let's go, guys. And then <laughs> they all move on over. And it turns out that it's like this place that seems to be haunted for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Because it's all these buildings that, like, the previous owner had collected, essentially, Mm -hmm. and just, like, plopped them in the middle of nowhere, it seems. Yeah. So there's a lot. That's what was so fun working on this show is because there were so many different possibilities of what could be happening. And all of them could be true. Um, Because when you have buildings that have a history, you know, it's like, okay, so do these are these buildings themselves haunted or... Is it the fact that these buildings were moved here to this land now are like the land spirits the ones that are like freaking out? Um, so oh. there's yeah, or is it the family that like brought something or conjured something on this place? So and then there's like there's a whole thing going into the, there's tunnels under the ground and holes in the ground and what is that? What is that with paranormal? Um, so that was just some weird synchronicity that kept popping up like everyone we talked to kept mentioning holes like the the psychic mentioned that she saw a hole on the property the former caretaker was like yeah there's like a big hole um but also that area of montana was heavily mined for copper and so when you have a city like that where basically it's years and years of all of its like resources just being like taken out of the ground um copper is considered a very protective material and so when you think about the fact that it's all gone now that place with all the holes is no longer protected naked Ah! yeah (laughs) oh wow i didn't even think about that yeah that show it's so what god now i want to know how it ends (laughs) you gotta watch it do you feel like you got to the bottom of any of this stuff no does that mean second season i don't know maybe i hope so the family's still living there? Yes. And it's and apparently, still going down? Yeah, apparently they've been texting um, the EPs, being like, yeah, stuff's still happening. So I guess we didn't help them as much as we thought. Well, now, remind <laughs> me, was your goal to, what was your goal? To get rid of the stuff or to help um, them understand or what? Uh, well, the goal was to try to figure out like what the hauntings were. Um, but I think because it's such a complicated case, that's why we didn't get to the bottom of it, like, in our time there. I mean, we were there for a while. We were there for almost seven weeks, which is actually much longer than most of these, like, ghost shows uh, That's do. That's a like, long time. Right? It's usually, like, one episode, one place, and then they move. But we had time. <laughs> we had time to stick around. And even then, I feel like that wasn't enough time. Previous to this experience, tell me about some of your ghost experiences. Most of my life, I actually haven't had many paranormal experiences. I would have, I've had more what I call supernatural things happen to me, not necessarily scary ghost stuff. What's the difference? Okay, so, um, like, I'm talking, like, classic ghost stories that when someone's like, hey, have you ever seen a ghost? Like, okay. I hadn't had any of those. But what I had have, the cool, my favorite one, <laughs> um, back in 2011, I was hired at this, terrible startup company that my friend hired me at and he was introducing me to everyone on the team and then uh, he walked up to this guy his uh, back was turned to me and he goes oh this is Elliot this is um, who you're going to be working with and then he turns around and then the second that I saw him a voice clear as day said this man's going to be really important in your life and it happened like really quickly and really clearly and I was like I, just, I remember pausing, being like, "Why? Why did? Why did that thought come to my head?" And then seven years later, we got married. Stop <laughs> it! Isn't that cool? Who was that voice? I don't know. But I think, looking back on it, um, I think it might have been one of my guides or ancestors that I didn't, I didn't have like a relationship with back then. But yeah, it was seriously so clear. It like was as if it was someone saying it in my ear. It was so weird. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> but that's not a ghost story, you know. It's something. Yeah, so I call those things supernatural, where it's like 
not a ghost or a cryptid or anything, but it is something kind of cool and weird. <laughs> Have you had a ghost experience though since then? Or yes. Oh, ooh. So okay. So before we were recording, uh, you mentioned um, psychics and how you're like eh, I'm a little skeptical. So I I am also even though I deal a lot with the paranormal, I am actually very very skeptical of a lot of things, and because of that. Every, and every psychic I've talked to, they all said, this is something that everybody can learn. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to learn it. So for the last year or so, I have been like hardcore working on developing this ability. <sighs> and I got to a point where I had to stop because something happened that freaked me out so much that I was like, I don't know if I want this anymore. <gasps> so let me tell you. Oh my God. Um, oh, can I curse on the show? Or keep Fuck it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. When did this happen? This was maybe in, I want to say mm, earlier this year. So um, I had actually. So you're like a recently retired psychic. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I, I'm over the fear now. Now I'm like, give it all to me. I, I always think about this. Anytime I've ever talked to psychics, that's like one of my first thoughts is, so if you're like born with this mm -hmm. situation, like, you know, it's very Sixth Sense movie. Like, how do you get used to that? Like all this stuff, the voices, the the seeing things. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would scare me. But that's why a lot of people who have this ability, um, it's really common for them to have, uh, like become alcoholics or mm -hmm. um, have an addiction because they're trying to silence all of the stimulation that's happening all the time. Um, and some, when I have spoken to people, uh, they usually say that they learn how to turn it off. Like there is a way. Um, it's literally as simple as, okay, nobody talk to me right now. Like you just have to let them know. Right. And then usually they leave you alone. Like an away <laughs> message on AIM. I don't <laughs> yes, know, that's exactly. <laughs> showing my age. Um, yeah, okay, I gotcha. Uh, okay, so earlier this year, uh, I had, oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to put you in touch with Rani because she'll make you a believer. Uh, she's amazing. She's this, um, she's a, what does she call herself? A healer, a medium, and a initiated priestess. And um, I had interviewed her for my podcast. That's a great episode you should listen to. Okay. Um, and so she had, after that, she messaged me and said that she felt like I could benefit from a healing and a clearing and I'm like okay okay shady <laughs> <laughs> no I trust her she was chill um totally trusted her uh she actually like channeled my grandpa like after uh we interviewed and I it was weird like I, I immediately felt this feeling of warmth like when she said that I don't know anyway I believed her she's yeah, she's okay. amazing um but then she said yeah you should come to my house and um, I know, like a total stranger's house. Uh, and I can give uh, give you a clearing. Um, she's just like, she's like, I don't offer this to everybody, but I feel like you could use it. And I'm like, okay. So I went over um, and I just didn't know what to expect. I was like, I think I was hoping to feel something physical and I did kind of, but anyways, after I left, it was a really cool experience because she did a couple different things. Um, are you familiar with bone throwing? No. no. <laughs> um, so it's a divination practice where you have a bunch of tiny items. Some of them are bones. Some of them are coins or little trinkets. And each item represents something. To it, Everything represents something. And so she throws them on a cloth and then interprets the way that they fall. And mm. everything that she said was resonating with me in like a very, very real way. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Um, and so then she did clearing on me where she um, walked around me and moved her hands around me um, and at the very end she put her put her hand on my shoulder and I just immediately started crying and I was like whoa this is so weird <laughs> um, I just it just felt very powerful and then um, the very next day uh, at night uh, when I went to bed um, I was having a hard time sleeping and I was having this really vivid dream where I was at my grandma's house. And it, it, it looked like my grandma's house. You know how sometimes in a dream things will look a little different? Uh -huh. It was her house. 
And it felt very real, very vivid. And then I walked over to the bathroom, opened the door, and it was no longer my grandma's house. It was a place I did not recognize. Um, I saw like sand, maybe palm trees. Like it just didn't make any sense. And so I walked in and I immediately got a very bad feeling. And I was like, I immediately thought something very bad happened here. And I kept walking around and then I see this woman face down on the ground and her long black hair is sort of just like all like spilling out like that. And I look at her and I immediately go, no, 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 please don't. Please don't show me what happened. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what happened. And I start panicking. And then I'm like trying to get out of the bathroom and I can't find the door. And then I wake up and I know for a fact I am awake. I am lying in my bedroom. And then I hear this woman's voice like right in front of me humming this song. And it goes on for like a bar or two. And I'm just. It scared I don't like sleep stuff. I don't want anyone Mm-mm. bothering me. Right? Because that's when you're supposed to be at peace. But I know for a fact it was not sleep paralysis. I have had that before, so I know the difference. Because I could move. I just, like, didn't want to. Because <laughs> I didn't want whatever was right here to know that I was awake. And so I just laid there, and I listened to her. And I my heart was, like, pounding. And the entire, like, rest of the night, I heard, like, tapping behind me and, like, all of these sounds. And I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, like, I, I could not go back to sleep. And so the next day, <laughs> I uh, messaged all of my psychic friends, healer friends. I told them about what happened. And I got a couple different theories. Um, there's one one person said that they thought that um, it was actually the spirit of a a dead woman showing me how she died and she wanted me to like I don't know she wanted me to avenge her but like just to know she just wanted me to know um and then like another why (laughs) who is this lady I don't know I don't know um that's so like rude like (laughs) I'm sorry you can't just go into someone's house and be like hey here's how I died Oh, I know you're sleeping. Wake up, wake up. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to do a little song and dance for you about how I died. Exactly. That is so, that's rude. I'm sorry. You can't do that. No, like, but that's the thing. Like, when you when you work on this ability, you sort of are acting like a like a beacon for these spirits. So something had opened within me that was sort of like calling mm. things to me. And, yeah, and so that when I... When my friend told me that, I was like, oh, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't want this <laughs> light calling things over here because that freaked the hell out of me. Um, but then someone else said that maybe the woman humming wasn't necessarily the the dead woman. It might have been one of my guides or my ancestors actually protecting me while I was having this vision. And I was like, ooh, like that's Like humming her cool. away? Like, yeah. is that like a thing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. But I feel like the more that I thought about that experience, like the more distance that I got from it, the more I realized, okay, what all of these theories, none of them are meaning me any harm. And I'm like, I feel like I need to try to learn more about what I saw and maybe like help. You know, maybe it's a spirit that needs some type of help. I don't know. It, it, yeah, it blew my mind. I know it's not as like crazy as most people's ghost stories, but that was the first. That was the first time where something really made my brain just explode. Whoa. <laughs> so are so where are you at with it now? Because I feel like I do I do understand where you have to kind of be open but protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it to me, honestly, it feels like Twitter where you're <laughs> like, I don't like as soon as somebody retweets one of your tweets and then now all of their mm, people mm-hmm. and all these other people start coming in, yeah. it's like Maybe I'm going to go to private. Like, maybe I'm going to not, you know, because you don't want people humming at you in the middle of the night. (laughs) I mean, the content, it's good for the content, (laughs) for the podcast. It is good. Right. But you have to put up boundaries. Yeah, exactly. And that's, this is the thing. So people are always, not okay, I say people like everyone. When people warn people of opening this gift and trying to communicate with spirits and stuff, people usually say, don't open that door because you don't know what you're opening. But the more that I learn about it, the more I realize 
no, you can open these doors. You just have to also learn how to close it and mm -hmm. learn how to protect yourself while you're like opening these things. So you it's gotta get totally... a little peephole yeah, in the just door. Like a little... <laughs> <laughs> just a little peek. Like, who is that? No, <laughs> no one's home. <laughs> uh, but actually, this this uh, tattoo is part of me protecting myself. Oh, what is that? So um, this is called batok. Um, it is the traditional Filipino tattoo. It's done in like the traditional um, tap, hand tapping way. Um, wow. And so the markings, they all symbolize um, different things. And I specifically asked for uh, protective imagery just because of the stuff that I deal with. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly yeah. talking about that. How I'm anything, any, anything that someone tells me will keep away someone tapping in my face at night. <laughs> I've got it, yeah. uh, you know, and now I guess I got to add that to the list. First thing I'm going to do, I didn't bring like everything I use, but um, I like to light. This is a guava leaf from my grandfather's tree. Um, so Native Americans use sage. Uh, Filipinos use guava. Guava ah. leaves. Um, and my grandpa is the one who inspired me for my love of the paranormal because he had all these experiences and stories. Um, so yeah, so I like to give a little give a little offering to him before reading. That's amazing. Oh god, oh god, and then I burn the studio down. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of smells like weed a little bit. Um, so I always like to explain the way that I, I treat tarot. Um, I think the reason a lot of people think it's very woo-woo is because they're looking at it like a like a divination tool, but I treat it more like almost like therapy because uh -huh. <laughs> the the important part is you paying attention to the things that I'm saying and seeing what you resonate with or not. Like you'll get reactions to what I'm saying, and then that is your answer because that's you tapping into your intuition. Mm -hmm. um, but I also treat it like a conversation. Um, I'm not just gonna like talk at you the whole time. I'm going to ask you questions and stuff because I feel like that's just so much more helpful. Totally. Wait, this is crazy because I I just had a tarot reading like a week ago. Okay. And I have a feeling that it's going to line up because I actually oh really, I like tarot a lot. Okay. And I find, because I don't know how to do the damn thing. Like <laughs> I, I wish I did. I don't, it's, I can't. I got other things I'm trying to learn yeah. and I that I haven't learned yet. Um, but I like to sometimes just consult and then whatever card like falls out or whatever one I'm drawn to and I look at that. I did this the other night. Yeah. And it's funny because my friend that did my tarot cards was telling me, no matter, now his belief is that tarot will show you what you need to know, no matter however you want to look at it. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, if it's upside down, they read it one way. Like a lot of people do it differently, but either way, the message will come across. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny because I kept asking a question and then I would try to like rephrase it and be like, but wait, what if? <laughs> and then it would be like, we said no. Like the tarot would be like, no. Right, right. And I'd have to like look it up because I don't know what any of these cards mean. But it like it would be the card that would be like, girl, for the fifth time, no. It ne I never got a card. I probably pulled five cards. Mm -hmm. Never got one that was like, maybe. Like it was always, we said no. Mm. So I, I believe in tarot a lot. <laughs> I really do. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Um, so let's see. Do you do you have a question that you'd like to ask? I was just asking about my love life. Okay. Now it told me the other day, calm down. It not right now. Okay. It's not what you're focusing on. It's basically what I got. Okay. Um, so you just want like a general. How about will I find a partner? this year okay um so when i when i do a reading i usually like to do open-ended questions okay. because if you go in expecting an answer um you you may not get or the, the ah, shit, how do i explain this um it's it's better with open-ended questions because it's also like helping you to not seek out answers from it like mm. so the way i would ask that question is um what what will my love life look like this year? Because you're oh, okay. open to whatever happens. Sure. Yeah? Okay, cool. So give me like, let me relight this. Um, I like to say a quick little prayer before I do a reading. So, okay, give me one second. Okay. 
Also, by the way, I don't know if this means anything to you, but before before I came over, I when I when I asked if I should bring my cards, um, I like sat and I like thought, and I I saw a, like a like giant like bat wings behind you. Does that does that mean anything to you? Bat wings. Yeah. If it doesn't, that's fine. <laughs> Sometimes I'm very wrong. Um. I can't think. You know, my dog does have bat wings, like like an outfit with bat wings. It's like a Halloween costume, but I do put it, um, him in it not during Halloween. Okay. Maybe I was tapping into your dog. What's your dog's name? Rocky. Rocky. Cute. Okay. So I'm going to – actually, wait. I don't feel like I'm tapped in yet. Hang on. You're going to leave all this dead silence in, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna shuffle the cards, and when you feel like I should stop shuffling, just say the words stop. Stop. Okay, two, six, seven. Let me go. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hit me. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So let's go through. All right. So the first one you got, this is the Ten of Pentacles. Um, so on it, there is, it's like three generations in a family. There's an old man and a couple and then a baby and then two dogs. And there's a bunch of pentacles so when you look at that what words come up for you um what words come up and if nothing that's fine i just always like to ask i'm not sure um what are these people doing in this picture <laughs> they're whatever you want them to be doing uh they're they're kind of like yeah, hanging there's out like, there's like what appears to be a man and a woman i think not gonna gender these <laughs> right. people, but I'm assuming. And then there's an old man just kind of staring at them in the bushes. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. And then, oh, there's a little child I see. And the child's like, who's that old man in the bushes that are s staring at us? And then there's two little dogs too. They're like, hey, you need to leave this family alone, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so that's what I get. So you're very suspicious of Mr. Old Man over here. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's a part of it so to me. That is interesting that you're suspicious of that because he also represents Father Time. And it is, in a way, sort of like <laughs> mortality just creeping up on these people. Oh, gorgeous. Not in a bad way. I think... Oh, sorry. I was like, wait, did I do something wrong? Um, oh, this is the Ten of Pentacles. Okay. So, um, like, let me see here. So if this is showing up in your past placement, I kind of feel like, okay. I feel like maybe in the past, you have been very concerned with how quickly time is moving. You're like, I, I got to, like, have a partner like now and like maybe like that was something that used to haunt you would you say that's true or no yeah kind of like like i'm i'm the kind of person that always says i ain't getting any younger <laughs> okay about a lot of things <laughs> mm -hmm. so maybe it's that maybe okay we'll come back to that i will say though i do like how all of these have a very bright blue sky that just it makes me feel very happy. <laughs> like, I feel like it's clear skies ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, so I love this one. The Three of Cups is a cool <clears throat> card. Um, so we've got three friends, and they're just like... Girls night! Good time, yeah! Yeah, it's like three <laughs> ladies with their drinks, and they're like, put them up in the air. Mm -hmm. They got the... What do you call that? Like a... Maybe you are still in the, like... Girls' night, night phase. Um, which is fine. P.S. Let me let you know, I ain't trying to date anyone. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just wondering because yeah. I I personally believe that I'm going to one day 
Like, I don't know, be at the grocery store and like, you know, I think that that's going to happen. Or I hear a, a little voice cute? in my head that says this person, <laughs> like something like that's going to happen. You Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so fascinating. Okay. So I'm not really looking for it. That makes sense then. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. That makes sense. Oh, I don't know if I showed the camera. <laughs> Is this... Girls the night. They're just having a cute, drunk time. Yeah, I, I want to see the picture of how that night ends. Because I have a <laughs> feeling that those three ladies, it's going to get right. messy. So the future card, so I always like to explain, uh, the future card doesn't necessarily mean that is your future. It's The future hasn't happened yet, so there's always a chance to change it if you don't like what you see. So what, I'll just explain what this card means, and I'm, I'd love to hear what that means to you. So uh, the King of Wands, but you got it reversed. Um, this is someone who is very charismatic, um, very passionate, just like a really charismatic leader, someone who's a really good leader, um, very authoritative, and just like knows his shit. Um, and I feel like because it's in reverse, let's see. I don't know if this, if this represents someone you will meet or have met, but what comes up for you, like as I'm describing that card, like what comes up for you? It looks lonely to me. Mm, okay. There's just like some very, I mean, this guy is all dressed up. He's got, he's bedazzled. I mean, he's got a crown, he's got jewelry, I see a cape, and it looks like he's at the party alone. Or he's like, no one wants to dance with him. That's what I'm gathering. Do you want to dance with him? <laughs> <gasps> Maybe that's who I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. So the next time I see a bedazzled <laughs> queen in the corner, <laughs> yes. I got to go, listen, I want to dance with somebody. Maybe. <laughs> with somebody who loves me. But also the fact that it's wands is interesting to me because wands represent uh, inspiration and the element of fire, like the spark, the passion. So that's mm. why I'm wondering if this somehow represents someone in the future. <laughs> or is it me being okay with being alone? Because <laughs> I am. Too, I yeah. really am. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just open and I'm curious about, yeah. you know. I feel like... Because and that's see that's that that's what I love about tarot. It's like you asked a question, but you already know the answer. I know. Do you want to listen to some ghost voices? Oh my god, yes. Okay, <laughs> it's time for EVPs or EV please. <laughs> okay, Sapphire, this is what I do. Every episode, I go to YouTube, the magical land oh. of reliable paranormal mm -hmm. sources, uh, YouTube, and I look for EVPs. And we listen to them. I'll have you guess what you hear, and then I'll tell you what they hear. I'll okay. give you some options. Okay. Okay? So both of these are from MT Paranormal. Okay. Not empty. MT. MT. Which I believe stands for Montana. Because I was thinking, because uh, of the TV show. Montana. Yes. Um, and they got some good good EVPs on this channel. Uh, and uh, I want you to tell me what you hear in this first one. Now, this was in Bozeman, Montana. Okay. And all they wrote was that it was at an old hotel. Don't know what hotel. It was just an old one. Um, okay. What is this saying? Is there context for the clip? Or are you just going to give it to me cold? <laughs> Not really, but okay. I also just like to do it kind of cold just to hear what you hear. Okay. You know. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, wow, that was loud. It's pretty quick. Yeah, wait. It's pretty deep. Play it again. Like, I get, I'm hearing the cadence. I'm just trying to, like, hear the... Again? You're like Georgie, something like that. I know. I do hear that, like Joshua, or I don't. <laughs> like Jerushi. Jerushi. Those are the sounds I'm hearing, but I'm trying to like. Jerushi. 
Yeah, it said Jerushi. Does <laughs> <laughs> anyone here named Jerushi? The ghost's name is Jerushi. <laughs> what if it is? <laughs> it could be. Yeah, you never know. Um, okay, well, let me give you some options because okay. they did not think it said Jerushi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't? <laughs> they didn't, Sapphire. Um, did they think it was A, enjoy my shoes? B, I'm jealous of you. C, I like you. Or D, finish him from Mortal Kombat. Um, okay, here we go. I hear enjoy my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy my shoes, they're new. I died in them. Uh, okay, wait, let me play it again. They think it's I like you. I like you. I personally mm. do not hear that, mm -mm. but I hear something. So I'll, yeah, great. Um, okay, next one is from a cemetery in Bozeman, Montana. And here we go. Okay, there's a little uh -oh. bit of gravelly. I feel like they're walking on gravel. Yeah. Um, but here we go. Oh, that's very, 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 very soft. Mm-hmm. I hear something like something out of my goodness. Mmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, I keep referencing deep millennial references. I'm a deep episode, millennial. In this episode. <laughs> Did you ever see Xenon Girl yes! of the 21st Century, the <laughs> yeah. Disney Channel original movie? She says Zetus the Petus. <laughs> yes, it does sound like that. Wait, listen. <gasps> it's Zetus the Petus. Oh my God. Maybe it's the ghost of Kristen Xenon. Kristen Storm. <laughs> you are from my time. You do come from my time. Um, okay. Is it A, we are the meanest? Ooh. Okay. Is it B, you're looking the leanest? Yeah. Is it C, I am the cleanest? <laughs> or D, I don't know who Charlie Sheen is. <laughs> Who's Charlie Sheen? <laughs> okay, let's do it again. I feel like it could be the first one, maybe? We are the meanest. Maybe. That's what they think. Okay. Even though I don't think I feel like there's extra syllables in there. It's so hard. Let me do it again. It does kind of sound like it says penis. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I kind of hear the word mm -hmm, penis. Mm -hmm. um, okay, well that concludes that segment. <laughs> Let me just, this will be interesting talking to you since you know so much and you've talked to so many people and had so many experiences. But basically I'll just say a bunch of paranormal stuff and tell me what comes up for you? It's kind of like what you did with me with the tarot oh, card. Like, okay. You know, what comes up for you? Do you have a story to tell of your own? Have you heard a good one? Do you believe in it? Do you not? Whatever you want. Um, what do you think about Bigfoot? <sighs> so Bigfoot, it's not really something that I consider myself passionate about. I think um, Maybe because I hadn't heard too many stories as a kid. I feel like as a kid, it was like all ghost stories and stuff like that. Same. Right. And it's the same reason why I'm not super into UFO stuff as much either. Same. But because I talk to so many people and hear so many stories, it's I'm starting to learn that, okay, well, they are all related to each other. If you're going to believe in one thing, like you might as well believe in the other. Mm -hmm. And I have heard two stories from credible sources about Bigfoot that make me think, oh, okay, that might be a real thing, and I don't think it is something that can be captured. Like, I don't think you can hunt for Bigfoot because Bigfoot's really good at disappearing. Why? Is it a ghost? Like, it just doesn't go by our rules. <laughs> There's yeah. something, something weird's going on. Okay, so, hang on, let me think. Do I wanna share this? Because I, I heard it from someone who heard it from someone who didn't want to share it because it scared them so much. So Ooh. I'm like, to me, that feels very real. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, but can I share it? 
Um, we don't know who these people are. <laughs> Just tell us. We don't know these people. Okay. So this happened to someone in, I believe, upstate New York, and they were in a cabin, and they heard knocking on trees. And I don't know if you're familiar with that theory, but there's a theory that if you hear kind of like pounding on trees, that is Bigfoot. They heard, uh, what do you call it? Big, big footstep, <laughs> big footsteps uh, walking towards the door. And then they opened the door and they said that they, they saw like a stereotypical looking Bigfoot creature that they were like, this, there's no way this is fucking real. And they pulled out their phone took a picture of it and then it ran away before they could like follow it. Oh. And then they called the police because um, they were freaked out and the police came and they're like, no, 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 no. We, we promise, we promise, we promise that we saw fucking Bigfoot and they pulled out their phone to show the photo and the photo was gone. <laughs> Girl, why is that always the case? I know, but uh, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like, I'm more inclined to believe these people just because the way that my friend described it to me, she was like, that person, they were so, like, they didn't even want to share it. They were unbelievably scared. Like, they didn't even, like, they thought that by talking about it, it would, like, bring stuff mm -hmm. to them. And they, they swore that they saw, like, the photo was on their phone. And then the second they took it out, it was, like, gone. And they started, they were like, wait, did someone, like, mess with our phone? Or then they started, like, spiraling. Wow. So, I don't, I mean, you know, that... Maybe they made it up. I don't know. But to me, that feels like something. It's like gaslighting or something. <laughs> like, it's really like a mind tr tricks, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, they're really, like, messing with you, if yeah. that is true. Like, you know, you take a picture and they're like... Mm. Good luck with that. Yeah, you want me to take another? Here, let's, let me pose. You want me to bend over? Oh, is this good for you? Great. You're never going to see these photos again. Bye. And then they just leave. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's possible. Hey, it is possible. I was telling you, before we started recording, we were chatting, and I was telling you, and I guess I'll share now, my latest thing with Bigfoot is why do so many hunters see Bigfoot, they have a gun in their hands, and I'm not saying to shoot Bigfoot, but I'm saying you would be really confident to go up to a Bigfoot and, you know, just ask, are you Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah. Are you human? Are you Bigfoot? People are looking for you. I've seen TV shows about it. People want, they want you to, can we just do it? Can we sit down and do an interview? Can we take a picture? Can we do a vlog? Can I do something with you? But it never happens. Yeah. Instead, I get shaky videos of hunters mm -hmm. that are like, that's a bear or what, or that's a Bigfoot or what. Right. I'm like, that's actually another thing that makes me kind of like, I don't know how I feel about these Bigfoot videos because most of the time it is a bear. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time. So, yeah, it could just be a weird looking bear, like yeah. one that just kind of walks weird or like stands up, you know? And that's why, okay, I'm, this is a spicier take, and I say this as a vegan, I say this as someone that's anti-murder, <laughs> but I'm very, it blows my mind that one, that a hunter has never shot one, hmm. if they claim to have seen it. It blows my mind that they never have, or have yeah. they? Do you know something I don't know? Uh, no, that's not something that I have heard, but that is true. Yeah, you would think that if you are trying to, well... You go, hey, are you a man? Are you a human? You're not... Then they shoot them. Maybe it's fear. I don't know. Because it's like that's something so. that they haven't super dealt with. Like, I don't know. I know. It's so easy for me sitting here <laughs> with my full face Ex of makeup <laughs> in a studio in Los Angeles. Uh, okay. Well, let's move on to another one. What do you think about, like, demons and stuff like that? Because that, that comes up on your yeah. TV show. Yeah, um, I think that people throw the word demon around a little bit more than is correct. Uh, like a true demonic possession or manifestation is actually incredibly rare and it's incredibly dangerous. And so like when people are like, oh, it's a demon in my house, it's like, okay, well, if it truly was a demon, um, things would be way worse than what you're experiencing. It's usually mm. just like something like a, a poltergeist or like a ghost just like goofing around. Um, what if it was a friendly demon? I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> but what if you were like born into, okay, like I was born into a sports family. Okay. I don't want to play sports. 
Right. So, like, what if it's, like, a demon that was born into a demon family? And they're like, listen, I, I realize that you, you know, you want me to be a demon, but I just... I don't want to. I just want to like open cabinets and like I just want to do like nice ghost stuff. I don't want to be a demon. I don't want to like possess people. I don't want to do that. Right. I feel like you've described every animated movie where it's like someone who's like Pixar. Pixar. I said it first. Pixar. Because coming up soon, there's gonna be like Carl the demon or like some like. Exactly. No, I did it first. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first. It is a Pixar movie. That totally <laughs> I'd watch is. it. It's cute. Oh, a cute demon. Aww. Okay, so it's that kind of thing too is always interesting because it seems like there's a connection between that and like Christianity. Yes. And so do you where do you stand on like with that idea? Um, so the cat I grew up Catholic. I don't think consider- that's how we got here. <laughs> exactly. Um the Catholic definition of a demon is anything that is that re- anything that rejects God. I believe not humans. It's creatures. Oh, I was say. <laughs> We're demons. Um, so it, otherworldly creature. No, no, no. It's. I think it's the fallen angels. Do I even know what a demon is? Like as I'm trying to describe this. Um, I mean the the way that I I view the definition of a demon is. It is some otherworldly entity that was never human to begin with mm-hmm. that is um, that has malicious intent, like active malicious intent. So um, whatever that means to people. What about I have my neighbor's dog never was human, <laughs> never stops barking, starts barking as soon as I record from home. Demon. Demon. <laughs> Demon. Okay, here's another one. What do you think about the existence? Well, no. Okay, I won't do that one. What do you think about past lives? Oh, okay. Hmm. So many a psychic has told me various things about my own past lives. I'm not sure if I believe most of it, but I have heard some really interesting stories from people who it's kind of it's kind of hard to not believe in a past life when you hear this stuff. So I'm trying to think of an example, something like, uh, let's see. Well, have you are you familiar with those stories of little kids? Ghost inside my child. That was a TV show. Oh my god! Do they talk about like how like kids will talk about someone in detail, like someone who existed yes. in history? And then they look them up and they and find it's out. Real? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know how you explain that. How do you explain that? That is weird. <laughs> yeah, and I I think when people who are trying to debunk past lives, they always go, well, like if that's true, then like there there's more people now than there were before. So did we like. So we're, or, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not explaining myself well. I feel like my. <laughs> I don't, I'm not explaining that well at all. Um, but but I, people always have something stupid to say. Like yeah. Oh, oh, so you mean to tell me that your three year old couldn't go on Wikipedia and look <laughs> up who Marilyn Monroe was and know every detail about her life? And so now they say that like right. Know, there's always something <laughs> like no. Yeah. Or I think if it's not a past life, I think that there are ways for people to maybe tap into the collective history of the world. You know, like maybe mm. if a kid wasn't necessarily that person, maybe they were somehow like getting that information from something. Like maybe they weren't experienced, like right. they are not that person. But something but came to them. You know, I don't know. There's Sure. Yeah. Which is still nonetheless <laughs> like something. Yeah. That's still weird and yeah. can't be explained. But it happens so often. It's like something's going on with these children. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to figure it out. <laughs> but so you've consulted like psychics and stuff and they've told you what your past lives are? Yeah. Um I've I haven't done like a past life regression like with the therapist or anything but I feel like I have probably died in every possible way because there's that theory where the way that you died in past lives is what you're afraid of and I'm afraid of everything (laughs) (gasps) oh my god yeah so I don't know there's it's something that I have wanted to explore but I haven't like I haven't fully yet 
I do think about that too. There's a couple of things where I sometimes am like, could it be that like I was, mm-hmm. you know, eaten by one of those or like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I yeah. get that. Um, kind of similar to Ghost Inside My Child. What about possession? Okay, so <laughs> um, when I was younger, my mom, the, the, the movie The Exorcist came up and my mom said, you know why that's considered the scariest movie of all time? And I was like, no, why mom? And she's like, because that actually happens. And I was like, what? And so we rented the movie from Blockbuster, we watched it as a family, and my mom was giving me all this like behind the scenes info about the movie. And so for the longest time, I thought that that was what possession was with head spinning and puke and all that. And the more that I have learned about possession and people who have become possessed and also talked to priests who perform exorcisms, it's like not, it's never as dramatic as that. I actually spoke with an exorcist, he's not an exorcist, he's an exorcist trainer, someone who trains them. Um, really? Yeah, he, he's gonna be on, on my podcast uh, in a couple months. Um, but he said that he has seen someone levitate before. And I was like, oh. shut um, But there's so many different, I feel like the word possession itself is very loaded because immediately we think of demonic possession and that is also very, very, very rare. Um, but people can also become possessed by family members. Um, I've spoken with people who um, have had family where they just like toppled over and then they were speaking as like someone who died in their family. Um, and then also in a lot of African religions, their possession is willed. Like you, you do a ritual so that you can become possessed by a deity and that's considered spirit communication. And so there's all different types of ways and intentions that people can become possessed, which right. I think is really cool. Because I always yeah. thought it was just the exorcist and that was it. <laughs> well, because you always see like those videos of, I mean, various religions, but a lot of times like Christian religions where the people like they put their hand on them and then they start being, mm-hmm. you know, kind of filled with the Holy Spirit or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And they kind of act like they're being possessed, mm. right? Th- or is that different? I think that might be different. Mm. Actually, wait, no. People, yeah, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you're technically being possessed by it. But you're not being controlled by it. I think possession implies that the thing inside of you has taken over. But I don't think that's with the Holy okay. Spirit. It's more like... Now, have, do you know. think that it's possible that you could be, like, roommates in this body with, like another entity um yes from what i have heard um but the the scary part about it is that people who are truly possessed will have no idea that they are um and they're usually very isolated and alone so they don't have anyone to be looking after them to be like yo i think you might be (laughs) someone might be oh i don't want to get possessed you won't okay good (laughs) Um, what about haunted dolls? Mm, um, I mean, I hate dolls. I've always hated dolls. Yeah. Um, I was very traumatized as a kid because like when I was, I don't know, five, my babysitter at the time put me and my sister in a room, put on the movie The Dolls from like 1988 uh-huh. and then just like ran out of the room and locked it. And so we were like banging on the door trying to get out. Um, and I think that started my fear of dolls. That's horrible. Well, I watched the movie recently and I was like, this is kind of a cool movie. Yeah, it's not that scary in my opinion. It's really not. But I mean, as a five-year-old who was locked in a room, like very it scary. was very scary. Yeah. Um, so any object can be haunted. And I think because a doll resembles a human being, uh, it immediately becomes creepier because you're like, well, that thing can move like a human. But it's sort of, I mean, similar to like any other type of haunted item. I, I, don't, I don't know if I fully believe that a doll can like possess consciousness. I think that's usually what people think of when they think of a haunted doll like for example Annabelle like one of the most famous haunted dolls like I don't think she possesses the spirit of 
something. I think it's more of like something uses it as a puppet. Right. You know, it's not okay. actually like in it and like it's not like Chucky. Out. Yeah, that's that's just what I think, but you know. Yeah, that's what I think too. Do you think that a human spirit can possess a doll? Like Chucky? <laughs> well, Okay, more so what I mean is, do you think that it's like an energy, demon, entity, whatever, or can it also be like a human spirit? Like, what do you think is haunting an object? Do you get what I mean? Oh, um, I think that mm, there are some spirits who can control physical things, but that is like very rare because it takes a lot of like energy. Do you go to eBay ever and look at those? Um, I don't. <laughs> Because it's all backstories of living humans that have gotten inside of, oh. or that now somehow possess these dolls. How did how do they say that happened? Are they just like believe us? Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. It's truly it's like these long biographies. It's fun. It seems like a right. fun creative writing exercise. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna find out that there's some kind of like. At the some learning annex in Delaware, there's like here's your assignment is to write a backstory for these haunted dolls because <laughs> that's like what it is. It's right. very detailed, mm -hmm. and um, I don't. I don't know if it can be like people who actually lived. Like, I don't know, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> who anything? Knows anything? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we should wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> but you've been very generous with your time, and this has been so fun. This was so fun. I'm so happy we got to meet. <laughs> Me too. Um, tell everybody everything that they need everything. to know. <laughs> uh, so I have a podcast called Stories with Sapphire. I have new episodes every other Wednesday. And then on the Wednesdays in between, I post a partially animated video on YouTube uh, YouTube.com slash Sapphire Sindalo. Um, and that one is more of the fictional side. I, I write like an original spooky story and then I add some animation to it. Amazing. Yeah, so check that out. Um, what else? Uh, Ghost Town Terror. All six episodes are on streaming on Discovery Plus and also airing on Travel Channel. And I think that's it. Amazing. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> well, one other thing that I was I wanted to talk about was um, Something that I was reading on your uh, website, you were talking about how passionate you are about diversity and representation in the paranormal world, mm -hmm. which I am too. And I love to hear that. And I love to see you being out there and doing what you do. Oh, because it's thank good you. to see it's good to see more voices and more, you know, <laughs> just something different. Shake it up a yeah. bit. <laughs> Come on, at this point, let's shake it up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, um, I I mean, my goal in life is to, like, open up more people to other ways of looking at the paranormal. I think for so long, the type of entertainment we've seen on TV and in movies has been very, like, one note. You know, it's like we got these big bros just, like, running into homes and screaming at demons. And it's like, okay, there's there's other ways of <laughs> handling this. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, I don't. It's it's something I'm very passionate about, and uh, I hope other people are too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we can end. Wait, do you do tarot cards readings for people? Oh my god! Yeah. So because that um, was really good. I highly endorse. Oh yay! Um, so I offer tarot readings uh, for free on a, but it's a like a donate what you can basis. So mm -hmm. however you feel it was worth, uh, feel free to donate. Um, but yeah, you can. How do I share the link? Um, the link is, you can find it somewhere. I don't know. Just is it on your website? <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think it's Which is there. what? Tell them the website. My, uh, storieswithsapphire.com. Isn't she lovely? Thank you, Sapphire, so much for joining me, being a guest on the show. Get a tarot reading from Sapphire. It was really great. We actually did some more tarot reading that I... Uh, that isn't in this week's episode, but she had some great insight. I really like the way that she does it, and um, we had a great time. So anyway, go to patreon.com slash rosdresfalas if you want to hear a bonus episode of me learning about some paranormal shit this week, and you can hear my real 
spooky story. Spooky. I, yeah, I think it's spooky. It's spooky, in my opinion. It's all. Anyway. <sighs> you guys. I love you so much. Uh, please be subscribed to the show. Please tell your friends. Please post about the show. Help me get the word out. Subscribe. Rate it five stars. You could leave a ghost story in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I I would love some short stories written out so, so I could read them with guests uh, coming up soon. I have some great guests for that. So you could put them in a five-star review or you could email me, ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. We also have the Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dreads for Lies. I'm on Instagram at Roz Hernandez and also TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. I will be back here next week spooking the pants off of you. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.